So I have two guests here with me that uh, their videos have been going viral the last week. Both of them are restaurant owners. One of them is based out of Sherman Oaks, California, Angela Marston. The other one is David Morris, based out of uh, uh, Michigan. And they both made a video, very different type of a messaging. What's funny is neither one of them have met each other till today's video that we're talking offline before us going live. And I wanted to bring this to your attention because a lot of business owners in America are doing their part to create jobs and help others who are not wanting to rely on the economy to go to work, to do their part, to pay their bills, to do what they need to do. And they're trying to do their best to follow the guidelines. But unfortunately, politics gets in the way of these two entrepreneurs that we have here with us. David and Angela, thank you so much for being a guest on Valuetainment. Thank You're you. very welcome. So neither one of you have seen each other's video, right? You, you haven't fully seen each other's video on what happened there, right? Is that a fair uh, assessment yeah, there? That's correct. Yeah, that's okay. correct. And, and if you don't mind, Angela, maybe, maybe take a moment and tell us what's been happening with you and your restaurant in the last week or two. Um, well, in the last week here in California, um, they've just been doing uh, more and more lockdowns. So two days before Thanksgiving, we got notice that all outdoor dining, which we worked very hard to do and put up, spent about 60 to 80,000 doing all the changes over the last year that they wanted, um, uh, was going to be shut down the night before Thanksgiving. Um, and, you know, basically I had to let my staff know that they didn't have a job for the holidays because we can't sustain this to go. Um, to go is about 10, per, we make gross about 10%. And we lose about 90% profit. And anybody knows anything about a brick and mortar business and a restaurant, the margins are very thin and the costs are very high. Yep. I tried to stay open uh, the first time around for to go for my customers and also for the community because the community really miss you. And uh, in LA, we have a lot of people that are, are older and alone or they're living alone because they've moved here and all their families out of state. So connection and community is very, very vital to them. So they did come out for to go and it broke my heart, but I didn't have enough money to sustain this time. So I had to shut down completely. Now, when, for, for people to understand running a business, how many employees do you have? Your employees, when, they, when, when you shut down, are they getting any kind of a comp money from the state? Is the state oh my gosh. filling them out? What, what no, is so, the, tell us the details behind it. Well, <laughs> I wish this restaurant was in Indiana or Michigan because in LA, you know, we are at a, a gradual climb up to $15 an hour. The expenses are very high here. Um, the rents are very high. We are already losing businesses to the minimum wage hike. Many of my other um, competitors and friends were closing because of the minimum wage hike. So when this went down, um, no, uh, unemployment's all they had, you know, they could rely on. And then I was lucky enough to get the PPP loan, but the PPP loan only lasts for two and a half months, mind you. I got $100,000. I have 15 employees um, pre-pandemic. And um, basically, that's roughly, you know, my payroll is roughly 25 to 30,000 a month. And, and so between rent and that, it lasted two and a half months. Um, and we weren't actually allowed to be fully open either. So I kind of did stretch that, you know, because I, I, once we went to to-go, I basically went down to four, four employees. From 15. From 15 to four employees. And, and yeah. these are, in a small business, everybody works like a family. And when you're 15 employees, Absolutely. everybody knows each other, especially restaurant, you're talking to each other. You don't call a boss. It's just friendship, relationship that there's there. Yeah. 
what what did these 11 employees of yours slash friends of yours that you're working with what did they how how were they paying a price for you having to let them go oh i have a cat uh, just just a little history of my my pub it's been here since 1978 it's one of the few um holdovers of the cheers bars i'm the third owner the kitchen staff um has been there since 1978. Wow. And they are a brother, George, um, who works the day shift. Miguel works at night and, and runs the kitchen, does the grocery shopping and the cleaning. His wife does dishes and buses. And now his son has come in. Um, so my entire kitchen, their household, their entire household depends on me solely. They've never had another job since 1978. Now my front house, I had, yeah, I at my front house, I had staff that had been with me since day one. I've had it 10 years. So I had a bartender that had been with me 10 years that I lost through this, you know, because he had to go and try to find other means of work. And, you know, I had some that I was able to keep. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have to find other work. And if they can't find other work, they got to rely on unemployment. Um, I can't afford to pay them to stay at home. I don't have that kind of extra funds. So Here's a question for you. Did it create any kind of friction between you and them? Because a lot of times situations like this, what they do is they could say, well, Angela, you don't understand the situation I'm going through. It's my wife. I've been there since 78 and I have a son and my, you know, we're running this thing together. You know, you got to, can you help us out? And then you want to help them out. You can't help them out. Did it cause any friction between you and your employees? You know, it didn't, I, I will say um, in the beginning, um, you know, Miguel, who runs my kitchen, the other caveat with with my um, with Miguel and his wife who run my kitchen is, is they were here in a work visa for many years. And they had just applied for their citizenship in February, and had gotten it, and they were waiting for the paperwork, but then the paperwork got postponed. And he was terrified to apply for unemployment, even though he's been paying in the system forever because he's afraid until he got that actual certificate in his hand, he was afraid to take money from the government. So um, for me, his brother, um, George was able to get unemployment um, and I paid him out of what funds I had to keep him going. And then luckily the PPP, what, what, really I stayed open as an essential business and I employed him and um, I did to go. And I was bleeding about 30,000 a month um, loss staying open for to go. But, you know, I had to keep them employed. I mean, what are they going to do? That's right. What are they going to do? You know what I mean? Oh, no question. You see, sometimes uh, when uh, uh, you look at the media, sometimes they, they portray business owners as being these rich, greedy people that all they care about is themselves. But they don't see the story behind closed doors where, Folks no. have stayed with the same place since 1978 and a family, four people have a job from the same family working for you. I think what I'd like to do is I'd like the audience to see which video was that was viral. And, uh, you know, David, maybe this will kind of give you an idea what story she was selling. And then I want to kind of share with everybody else, the audience that hasn't seen what Mayor Garcetti had to say about your video. Here's yeah. a video. So this is my place, the Pineapple Hill Grill and Saloon. If you go to my page, you can see all the work I did for outdoor dining, for tables being seven feet apart. And I come in today because I'm organizing a protest and I came in to get stuff for that. And I walk into my parking lot 
And obviously, Mayor Garcetti has approved this. Has approved this being set up for this being set up for for a movie company. I'm losing everything. Everything I own is being taken away from me. And they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio, which is right over here. And people wonder why I'm protesting and why I have had enough. <laughs> they have not given us money and they have shut us down. We cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Look at this. Tell me that this is dangerous, but right next to me as a slap in my face, That's safe. This is safe, 50 feet away. This is dangerous. Mayor Garcetti and Gavin Newsom is responsible for every single person that doesn't have unemployment, that does not have a job, and all the businesses that are going under. And we need your help. We need somebody to do something about this. David, what's right. your reaction when you see that video right there with Angela? Uh, that's, that's, hey, that's bringing tears to my eyes. That bothers me tremendously, okay? Um, that is heart-wrenching, and I'm sorry. That bothers me. But, um, you, know what's, well, you know what's intense? I want to read this to everybody that's watching this. Mayor Garcetti responded, and he gave a statement. Before I read this statement, he, this is what's going on with California. California has declared the entertainment industry workers essential that's what was going on 50 feet away from where you were at and in la county they must follow strict guidelines such as eating in staggered shifts or in an area large enough to stay six feet apart restrictions la county is shutting down all dining at restaurants breweries wineries and bars for at least three weeks starting wednesday november 25th which is which was two weeks ago amid a surge in coronavirus cases health official announced sunday and mayor garcetti said my heart goes out to miss marston and the workers at the Pineapple Hill Saloon who have to comply with the state and county public health restrictions that close outdoor dining. No one likes these restrictions, but I do support them as our hospital ICU bed filled to capacity and cases have increased by 500%. We must stop this virus before it kills thousands of more Angelinos. Angela, Angela, what do you have to say with what Mayor Garcetti had to say to you? I'm out. I'm, I'm outraged. You know, I, since then we've, we, I've made some progress and we just run, we just won um, with a judge in the LA courts and the judge ruled in our favor and said that it was arbitrary. It was, it was not backed by science, but you know, what I need or what I, what I like to say to him and what I have already said is do not sit and tell me that there are stay at home orders because that is not real. There is 50% of us out here that cannot stay at home and work off Zoom and, and work off tech or have rich families. So when you say we're in this together and you say, oh, you know, you can stay at home, you're, you're lying. That is not an option. You know, you're making people choose between having a place to live and eat 
or or not. Like this is life and death situation. You know, this is evictions. This is not no food. Forget the fact that I have children. I have employees with children that have no money now for Christmas. They can't. They're wondering what they're going to get there, how they're going to get through even Christmas, let alone paying the rent. My manager was crying. Her unemployment is done. It's up. And there's no, we don't know. They have come up with nothing. They're on vacation right now. There's no emergency session for us to get our, you know, PPP or unemployment. And, and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It is. Angela, are you open now? Are you open right now or no? No, I am. I will say that through this, we've been blessed. We've had a lot of donations and um, I have been sticking with what I said in the beginning, which is I will not stop until they let us open. And I'm speaking on the behalf of all small businesses here now. Um, but I'm hoping um, Friday that I'll be able to go over some numbers now. And with the help, I mean, I've gotten support from all over the world. I had the most amazing like thing happened. Um, uh, Brooks Burgers in Florida, they own uh, three hamburger uh, places there, called me and said, I want to I support you from over the pond because we don't need the government to take care of us. We can take care of each other. And he offered to pay a month's worth of rent. And that's another restaurant here in a state that's open. Powerful. I Powerful. mean, I, I was crying. He, yep. I mean- just today he called and he said, you know, I decided, you know, my rent's like 10,000. So he said, I'm going to send you 5,000 right away. And this, this really obviously triggered me. And he said, I think we're going to do a, take the rest and have the customers do like, we'll do a celebration and a fundraiser and have them match it so we can get you more money. I could not stop crying because when I had my bar, every Christmas, I did Bad Santa Christmas, and it would be a fundraiser, and I would raise funds for the orphanages and for the other community. And then now I'm in this situation, and the kindness of this person, it was, it was, I don't have words to explain the generosity, the humanity, the kindness and outpour, and, and, and I'm just, Great to, great to see, great to see, because other restaurant owners and business owners obviously know the challenges you guys are going through. You right. know, there's a community yes. and, and, and the benefit yes. the, the a restaurant owner in Florida has over you is the DeSantis's regulations in Florida are very different than Newsom's regulations in the state yep. of California. Has this event at all influenced you to consider moving to another state? Um, you know, honestly, um, right before this happened, I'm from Indiana all my family's there. And um, my mom said, Angela, just throw in the towel, come back home, live with us, open a place here. And I couldn't, I, I sat and I thought about it. I said, mom, and you know, my mom worked in a bread factory. She's a very determined woman. woman. So uh, I, I called her, I said, mom, I've been in LA 28 years. This is my town and people are fleeing out of it. And yeah. nobody is doing anything about it. And I said, I can't just leave. I have to finally start telling the truth and showing people what's going on instead of keeping it in. You know, it's, it, I just can't. I can't. I have five bar owner friends who haven't been able to open for nine months because they don't have food. They don't have food in their establishment. They, one of them has gone through their life savings and their unemployment's almost up. The other one is took out a personal loan. Neither of them got PPPs. The other one has two bars 
She just gotten her second one a year ago. They're done. I mean, we are losing, we lost 110,000 restaurants and that was before this closure. So I, I can't just leave. I can't. I got to do something. I have to move the giant because somebody's got to stand up for this community, you know? Well, more power to you. Just so you know, there's a lot of people in the state of California that would like more uh, folks like yourself to be vocal because sometimes people can't speak for themselves. And it's great to see your video going viral on Twitter, getting 9.2 million views. The challenge is, I mean, on GoFundMe, you know, thank God there's a product like GoFundMe invented by a capitalist that allows uh, times like this for people to take advantage of it. I believe you've been able to raise uh, $183,000. We're going to put the link yeah. to GoFundMe below as well, which just tells you how much support you have. But I wonder for the other business owners that have lost their restaurants who couldn't get a video to go viral or somehow somebody right. didn't go their way, they have to shut down and those 15 employees are lost. So David, uh, when it comes down to yourself, how similar is your story? You're not in California, you're Michigan. How similar or different is your story from Angela's? Well, we've got some, we've got some differences and at the heart, we've got some very uh, good similarities. Uh, the differences, uh, you know, she's got a liquor license. And uh, in Michigan, those who would like to open back up and do some things, as soon as they do try to do that, they geek their liquor license. I'm not experiencing that. I don't have that threat hanging over me. Uh, she employs more people than I do. Uh, I bought this later in life when my kids were raised and me and my wife were just uh, paid it off and trying to do a little pension pad here for ourselves. And it's her and I and, and uh, my son helps out. And then I got two cooks and a waitress. Uh, we uh, laid off two of them right away back in March. Back then, you know, they had the stimulus package and they were getting the uh, ex extended benefits with the unemployment amounts. And uh, it, that seemed to sustain everybody, probably more than it should have, I got to say that. Um, but people come out and they supported us. We're more of a, um, a small, tight knit, you know, hey, we only see 40 people. So we're on different spectrums here a little bit. Um, but with the traffic flow we have in the, in the neighborhood we have, uh, it's worked for us for 12 years. And to watch it slowly erode, uh, over the course of the summer. And, you know, even at half capacity, the customers were supporting us with takeouts. Well, you know, when the unemployment ran out, uh, the stimulus monies ran out, we get into fall time and we were doing okay. And then we got into the return of the school students, uh, maybe Halloween, uh, a lot of contact, surface contact things there that I seen kind of would, would, would start exploding these numbers. And they come right back on the same small segment of the economy and said, hey, you're, you know, basically you're to blame. We've got to shut you down again. And, you know, out here we're different because we don't have the sunlight and the heat and the warmth. Yeah. She's got a perfect scenario out there to yep. dine outside with the sanitization measures. Uh, I, I, we don't even have that opportunity. And to have them shut her down, I don't understand. Um, but um, I, want, I, want to show your video. I, want, I want to show your video for the audience to see. And as well as Angela, she hasn't seen it yet because your videos is you know, it was prompt, impromptu. You weren't even ready for it. It just kind of happened. I want to share this with the audience because it's a very interesting setting on what happened with yours. Uh, uh, somebody's telling the news and then all of a sudden you walk up on them and then this is what takes place. News Channel 3's Tavarius Haywood joins us live in Portage with the details on why the judge said no. Tavarius, is everything okay? Okay. My government leaders have abandoned me. Are you are you the owner? Four trillion dollars of stimulus money. They gave it to who? Special interest groups and campaign donors. I'm Dave Morris. I own the place. So what's going on? What's going on? You know what's going on. Tell me. You tell me. Hey, we got a government 
that has taken the stimulus money, they gave it to special campaign donors, they gave it to special interests, they abandoned me, and they have put me in a position where I have to fight back. So you could have given me money, I'd gladly walk away for 60 days and let this virus settle down. I'm not gonna do it alone. Okay. Are you going to continue to violate the state's orders and this stay open? This is a state order. This isn't an order. This is a conspiracy. This is a tyranny. What do you want to tell other restaurant owners who... Wake up. Stand up. This is America. Be free. Got it's you. time to rise up. Got you. Got to rise up. Shut it all down or don't shut any of us down. That's the only way to get control of a virus. Angela, what do you think when you see his reaction here in the interview? I say amen. Amen. It was a little different style of passions we had there, but. Uh, Amen. Yeah. I mean, here people were afraid. We're afraid, you know, that we're going to get boycotted. We're afraid that people are going to think we want to kill them because, you know, you know, we don't believe in COVID or we don't, you know, I, I it's. I commend you and I wish and I hope that whatever we're doing creates a revolt with the businesses because. This is outrageous. I mean, the courts, the judge in the court, get this, found that not only were they in violation, right, and they, they were overstepping their power by shutting us down, but that 3.1% of all cases of going out were from outdoor dining, and the majority of those were coming from fast food chain restaurants. I've got an In-N-Out burger that has 50 people in line every day as I sit here shuttered. And that's what they were shutting us down on. You know, that's what a judge ruled was, you know, overstepping their power. You know, they've destroyed half the city based on nothing. It's, I, I, I love, I love what you did. <laughs> I love it. I wish it would be more contagious over here <laughs> uh, we hope to get there okay that, that, that it was very uh it was fortunate for me but i didn't i didn't plan on all that because i asked them not to come around that day they weren't relaying my messages here in michigan uh i'm i'm just you know 25 30 minutes from the invisible border i call it where they can go down to indiana and they can eat and dine and i've had too many customers tell me the weather's getting cold they're going down to the christmas shop they're stopping for breakfast and then they're coming back into michigan after they have dinner and do the christmas shopping see and that started irritating me my local media wouldn't say that and i started talking what you just said there about i seen a bus at my local drive through national chain and there were several people on it and they were walking them down in the aisles and no mask on them and they just went through the drive through and i'm saying Hey, come on, man. Who's that guy in front of me that gave him 75 cents and quarters? Next guy behind me gets them. They're trying to convince us that there is no surface contact. This is a virus. And I refuse to accept the fact that if there's, they're trying to tell me a little microorganism is going to float around the sky for 10 minutes and it's, you know, wait for the next guy to come sucking in. Well, uh, hey, hey, they're trying to tell me that if you have a special permit, the virus won't get you because the virus recognizes you have a permit. And see, but you know, this is what they're doing. I, I mean, and, do they like to believe people believe that this this air is stagnant? You know, I got a small cafe there, okay, and I've got an overly large hood system. It's kind of a uh, a hindrance on me because I get the utility bills, and when somebody opens my front door, my swing door into my kitchen goes open by four inches, and it all goes up the hood system. And to tell me I've got a stagnant airflow where it's just sitting in there mingling, no way. And if so, I brought it to their attention earlier in the week about the uh, CDC 
uh, the, I went on the, the newest updates is October and September, and they talk about surface contact. How long does the COVID-19 stay on surface? Two hours up to a couple of days. So I still say we've got a lot of people that are cross-contaminating in the grocery stores and the department stores, and um, they're not washing hey, their hands before they put that you mask You know what? On. Right now, as we speak, they put stricter rules in. They've shut down playgrounds, yeah. hair salons, nail salons, Listen. Uh, parks. Zoos, listen, TJ Maxx is packed with Christmas shoppers, and so is the indoor mall. The indoor mall that doesn't take a temperature, doesn't wear a glove, doesn't have a mask, is packed with people trying on different clothes, and they're open right now as we speak. That's right. I made a banner, a big red banner, and it said, if divided we fall, close the mall. Now, it was was T-H-E-M-A-L-L. But when you read it fast, it's close the mall. <laughs> and that was it. So I put that in my on the front of my head, out, out on the fence. And some people get it, some don't. But my, you know, my exactly what you're saying is what I'm complaining about, the inconsistent policy. And um uh, I don't now, know. Let, let, let me kind of share with the audience what the restrictions they set in, in your state in Michigan. Uh Governor uh, Whitmer, your governor administration on Sunday ordered high schools and colleges. Uh, to stop in-person classes, close restaurants to indoor dining, and stop organized sports in a bid to curb Michigan's uh, spiking coronavirus cases, right? These restrictions started November 18th, Wednesday, in the last three weeks. Then continues, for restaurants and bars, dining uh, uh, service likely will not be allowed to resume with the current set of restrictions. Expires on December 20th, Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Director Robert Gordon says, on the bottom, a uh, Justin Winslow, who's the president and CEO of the Restaurant Association, he said the following. He says, we firmly believe there's a better approach, one followed by 45 other states that doesn't use blunt force closure of a single industry to resolve a shared crisis. He pointed out that Michigan restaurant dining rooms will be closed for 118 days in 2020. That's nearly four months. By uh, December 20, the restaurant industry lost $8 billion in sales and laid off 75% of its workforce for wow. that time. What has changed since that day when your video went viral on Twitter? What's changed, David? What's happened to you? Nothing. They just extended out? it. All they did was extend it. Now, if there's things changed for me personally, believe me, uh, I didn't expect that to go viral. That was a big surprise, uh, him being there and me surprising him. And he kind of surprised me when I pulled in to drop off goods. There's a lot of things that changed in my personal life where all of a sudden I'm able to kind of uh, uh, encourage people to stand up in the cafe. It's been tremendous change. We've had so much support, so many people coming. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I like to say, and we've had, and first part was kind of negative for me because on a personal basis, they, they, people like to attack you. They think that you're the oh, one yeah. spreading COVID. You're out to kill society. Yeah. And um, I've had death uh, threats. You know, it's when my, when my grandchildren have to read that, it bothered me. It hurt my heart a little bit. And I asked my dog, just don't let them read it because anytime you're going to stand up to something that you, then you know that you've push, been pushed to the point and you're true in, in, in what you're doing, not everybody's going to like that, okay? Uh, you, you can't ever be 100% popular, but you got to do it. And we got to teach our kids. We're doing this for our grandkids, by the way. I don't want people to forget this. I'm after my liberty. I want it back. I want my freedoms back in this country. Uh, I want us to have the right to choose. And the people that abused me uh, verbally on the social sites, uh, it was pretty easy just to say, I don't pull you into my cafe. I don't go out and twist the arm and yank you in here, okay? And we have continued to defy. They took my license a couple of days ago. Wow. Uh, they, and That's you know where I was going to go next. That was my okay. next question for you. So here's a question for both of you. 
How concerned are you knowing both of you are in an industry where you, Angela, on this side, you have a liquor license and you, you need licenses, you need permits, you need certain sure. rate, you need certain things to happen. And that's led by the local politicians, local, whoever government employees that may be. How concerned are you that if they really wanted to push you around, they could? You know what? Well, I'm sorry, but my response to that is I'm 59 years old, okay? I've I have won't say I've struggled, but I've, I've pulled myself up by the bootstraps many times, and I've worked too hard for somebody to push me into that corner with no say-so and drive me into bankruptcy and then think I'm going to go away quietly and forget about me. I will do my best to, to raise the, the troops in this country. We are due for this, and I'm not going to fear this. I keep thinking back to when my grandfathers and forefathers fought for my freedoms, and the older I get, the more important that becomes to me for my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. And I, I, we can't fear this. And I, I, that's what I'm telling you. You can't fear the consequences. If we all come up together, and I yeah. know the we, I, I know your problem, and I know our problem here. I got friends that own these, um, like I say, restaurants with liquor license. It's a little more difficult. Uh, they'll be the next step. But somehow we got to bust the barriers, and we can't fear that. We just can't. Um, uh, Angela, how about yourself? Well, on, on my end, um, yeah, I, I have, I have contemplating, I know we have a, a bar I've heard anyway in Burbank called Tinhorn Flats. They're preparing to open on Thursday. Now I can't, it costs so much for an attorney and stuff to get that license back. And I, I did not, that video was completely by accident. I didn't ask for any of this. And for me, I am calling them out because I want them gone. I want them held responsible and I want it changed. So the restaurant association here, you know, I think one thing everybody has told me is my video has inspired them to start really speaking up and start fighting and staying in the game. And I'm, I don't, I'm not at a point where I want to risk my liquor license or my health permit yet because we did get a big win with the court. So now the next step is, you know, it's like David and Goliath. I hit the, you know, we hit the, the giant in the head and he's dizzy. And now, now it's Newsom. Now we're coming after, you know, the rest of it. So he falls because, you know, small business owners here, I mean, it costs so much for my business. My business cost me half a million dollars that I worked 10 years in this business to pay off. So I had a retirement, you know, and that's paid off in June of this coming year. And I don't have the, the funds to legally fight them. So, I mean, if I, if I defy them and they take sure. the license, you know, I may never hold a license again because I don't have the money to, to fight them. So I'm choosing this route and the restaurant associations plowing in. They've called me. I'm going to be meeting with them and politicians. And, you know, I'm just trying to be as vocal and be on, just talk to everybody as much as I can and, and, and not be political because it's not about politics. It's about people. And what I'm amazed and astonished about is, you know, this is a very liberal state. And, and I was afraid that I would have a backlash and they would think, oh, you know, I don't believe in masks or I want people to die. Or for the most part, I've had so many, you know, calling me going, we've had it. You're right. We want them out. Like it's now starting to be the people, you know, saying, get, we want new leaders. We want, you know, so that has been very inspiring to me, very inspiring. And I try very hard not to be political because once you do, you get caught in this baseball match and trampled all of us people in, in the middle. You know what I mean? 
like we're just trying to live our life and provide a, a you know jobs and a good home i have a, a son in indiana i have a grandchild on the way you know I, i'm just trying to live the american dream i i'm not out you know i applaud both of you i applaud both of you for risking starting a business and trying to create jobs and staying in business and obviously you got pushed back to a point where 118 days for you david of being shut down there's only so much you can do until you uh put a man in a corner to rise up and say listen yeah. i just got to stop and there's only so much can be done for angela for you to go out there and spend that 60 80,000 dollars uh, uh all you know is next thing you know a week later they shut you down and across the street 50 feet away from you they set up the same exact thing because the entertainment industry is now considered oh, so i applaud yeah, both right? of you uh, angela we're going to put your gofundme below for anybody who wants to support Thank you. you david i believe you have one as well we're going to put that below as well for folks who can go out there and contribute and how can people find you if there's others in the restaurant community who want to get a hold of you what's the best way to get a hold of both of you they can reach me and and i'm glad you said that because um you know i have been speaking with a lot of people and um, I'm trying to get other businesses on so that they can speak. And I have a, a bunch already and I will take in anybody else and I will pass their names along. So they can go to PH Saloon on Facebook and leave me a message or they can go to Instagram. It's Pineapple Hill Saloon and leave a direct message. I have my bartenders are answering them. They give me their info. I, I would love it because I am planning something else as well. I'm doing some protests and other things. But one, one last thing I want to say is, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm like you, I'm not very good with words and I say things wrong and, you know, I, I don't have a college degree, you know, no <laughs> so do I. I. No you do know? I. and, and, and I go to, to people that inspire me. And I have this quote in front of me every time I talk and it's from Bob Marley of all people. Thank you. And it's, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. And you reminded me of that quote when you were speaking. Well, thank you. That's uh, that, that means a lot to me. I'll remember that and I'll write that down myself. Yeah. Uh, David, uh, how, how about if people want to get a hold of you, David? What's the best way uh, to get a hold of you? Um, I'm on, uh, I'm Dave Morris. It's a DR, at DR Daily Grind on Twitter. We're going to put and, your uh, link below as well for people to be able to message you. Uh, anybody that's in the restaurant or business uh, uh, world that you want to reach out to them, you can go to Instagram with Angela or her website, or you can go on Twitter and send Dave a message as well. With that being said, Angela, David, thank you so much for being a guest on Value Tame. We're also on thank Facebook you. too. Thank you. Thanks for what you're thank doing. You. Can I Appreciate say one you. more thing for sure. five seconds? I remember you asked her about uh, at some point if she'd be willing to move out of that state. And I got to tell you, if they drive me out of the state, they close me down. Uh, I will move out of this state. I'm not Where would you go it. to if you left the state? What state well, would you I'm looking Indiana? for more sunshine. I'm looking for more sunshine. My wife knows I don't like <laughs> it here. And uh, we have, uh, I've threatened for years. In fact, it's a joke amongst my family. I've been here all my life and I tell her, you can't bury me here. You can't spread my ashes here. And there's nothing I like about Michigan, but I'm here because my family's here and I was raised and born. So here I am. But I'm looking to go west a little bit. I don't think it'll be out there in that expensive territory. No, like don't. Uh, <laughs> go to Florida. But, uh, somewhere out the sunshine. And I'm, it may be southern Indiana so I can stay close to my kids and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, uh, nice yeah, there. I like Indiana. By the way, the roads are nice. Everything's going pretty good down there. And it's, yeah, uh, the economy is uh, great. The red and... state down there is doing well and they're treating the people fairly. So Yeah, they uh, are. If they drive me out, I got no problem selling everything and moving down there, I guess. And there you go. We'll do something else. We'll figure it out. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest.
Thank, Thank you, you so for much doing for this. Us. These were not actors. These are two business owners, one in California, one in Michigan, both being affected by the regulations and you know, policies that the governors and the mayors are coming out with, and you're seeing what's happening to them having to shut down. What are your thoughts about what they have to say? You saw both of their reactions watching each other's video. I'm curious to know what you have to say about it. And outside of that, if you watch this video and you're seeing how states are being affected by no story is going to show us more about what's going on with policies of state than Disney. Disneyland in California shuts down and lays off 28,000 people. Disney World in Florida keeps going, keeps everybody employed, all because of policies. If you've not seen that video, click over here to watch that video. And if you've not subscribed to the channel, please do so. Thanks for watching, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.